You're listening to episode 10 of Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Just before we start episode 10, news alert, the podcast has reached Nigeria. Whoa, Mama Africa. Hello, Nigeria. Also, news alert. Whoa, it's Singapore. Couldn't think of one for them. Hello, Singapore. Hello, Nigeria. Thank you for listening and downloading to this podcast. Shout out to the Morphe, yo. How is everyone? Hope you're good. It is the 29th of October, 2019. Two more days for Halloween. Woo! Halloween. Also, it's just gone. Two days ago, it was Diwali. Diwali, the festival of light, where darkness overcomes by light, I think. Something like that. Also, Bandi Chordivas. That's for the Sikhs who also celebrate on the same day for Diwali. Bandichor Divas means prison release date. And one of the gurus was locked up in a prison and he got released on Diwali day. Uh, he kind of tricked his way out, right? He said there's an emperor and he said to him, I can't remember the emperor's name. This is history now. This is my history. He said... Look, geezer, let me out of prison, man. I'll give you one. I'll give you my jacket. He said, I'll give you my jacket. And the king was like, yeah, yeah. I look, that jacket's nice, man. He goes, yeah, but there's, I've got to have one deal. When I walk in, I have to walk out with the other prisoners. And he said, yep, as many as them can hold on to your jacket. What he did, he tied his, like, strings, ribbons on his jacket. 52, I think it was. And each prisoner hold, hold it on to one piece of string. So they were all attached to his jacket and he walked out. That could be wrong, but that's what I read on the internet. Who knows? That's the story of Diwali. I had a nice Diwali, actually. I went to Leicester, Leicester City in the UK. Leicester has always been my second home since I was a kid because we've got family up there. They're actually from our village, my dad, my dad's village in India. My uncle now, he lives up in Leicester. He's been there for years, my uncle. And um, he drives a cab and everything, black cab. Oh, he does potatoes as well. You know, potatoes, spuds. He delivers them to all the chip shops. So he does that. Anyway, yeah, I love Leicester. One, because they have the comedy festival. And I personally think it's the best comedy festival in the UK. People are going to go, no, it ain't, no, it ain't. It's the Fringe. Yeah, the Fringe is good. It's busy, but it's expensive. And Leicester is just more chilled out. I I love the Leicester atmosphere. Okay, rant over. So... Basically, in Leicester, there's a lot of Asian people there. A lot of them have come from Uganda and Kenya and Tanzania because uh, Idi Amin in Africa, he kicked all the Asians out. And that's how my mom and her family came over to this country because my mom's originally, she was born in Kenya. So, yeah, my mom, come on a boat. I know. It was a banana boat as well. (laughs) No, it wasn't. I don't know. Probably is. Yeah, so basically what happened was... They missed the first boat. Luckily, they did because that boat sank. My mom and my 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 mom's dad and my nan and my all my aunties and uncles, all fourteen of them, 
yeah, big family. Yeah, they all came on a boat. Interesting. Sixteen, my mum was. So she actually's af. She's oh, she's Mama Africa. So I'm allowed to say Mama Africa because my mama is from Africa. In your face. What's going on, people of the world? I was talking about Diwali. Yeah, yeah, I was talking about Leicester. Sorry, I've sidetracked. I went uh, in Leicester, so there's a lot of Asian people there. And um don't know if you know these people, right? But Leicester have the biggest Diwali celebrations outside of India. Now, that's huge. That is huge. They have it for a whole week. I mean, Diwali lasts for about a week, I've heard. Each day means something. I, I didn't know that. I just go, oh, it's Diwali. Get the fireworks out. Bang, bang, bang. Eat some smosers. Jobs are good and lovely jubbly. Nah, it is more than that, man. I didn't know that. But anyway, I went to Lestat for uh, Diwali, as I said. There was loads of people, man. Like, I've always wanted to go, like, to Leicester for Diwali. I've never been. And what they do is they they lock off the whole street, Belgrave Road. They lock it all off. They have, like, a switch-on light thing a few days before. And then Diwali Day, people get together again. And it's just rammed. There's, like, people everywhere, man, making noise and... Dancing in the street, they have a stage, um, they have music playing, and then we have like a big massive firework display at the end of it. That was good. That lasted about 10 minutes. Yeah, I love that. That was good. And uh, they got this other thing like in the temple. So people do this thing called Rangoli, which is basically decorating your house. So you're meant to decorate your house, like the front of your, 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 your drive. You know your drive, you're meant to decorate it. So they decorate it like in a pattern and put a picture on it and all that. Yeah, it looks good, man. It looks, <laughs> yeah, it looks all right. So if you were celebrating Diwali, happy Diwali. If you're celebrating Bandichor Divas, happy Bandichor Divas, which means prison release date. I like that. Bandichor Divas, prison release date. So now the Diwali buzz is over. It's Halloween. Halloween is cut. I like Halloween, I do. Halo's Eve. That's what it really means, Halo's Eve. It's to do with, um, what's it to do with? Foresting, isn't it? Like, crops, growing crops and all that. I'm sure it's to do with farming. Has to be. So, yeah, it's Halloween. My kids and my missus, they absolutely love Halloween, man. Like, we talk about Halloween a month or two before it even comes. Because kids get excited. You know, they love to dress up scary and they love to decorate the house up. So right now, my house is done. It's done. Mrs. done it, man. She done it yesterday. She's put the lights up. She said we're going to leave them there for Christmas. Good thinking, Batman. So that's up there. We've got, like, cobwebs all over the front windows. Kids have put stickers everywhere. We've got pumpkins outside. Uh, we've got this massive... Like it's like a polster. Got it from B and M Bargain. Shout out to B and M Bargains. B and M Bargain went in there, got this like massive plastic polster, and it's a polster of a witch with a in uh like she's stirring a cauldron and she looks proper evil. So that's on the front door, and it looks kind of cool because last year in our porch, I changed the light bulb. Surprise the kids. I changed the light bulb, not in an Indian way, like just proper changed it. Put a green one in. Sick. As the kids say here. Sick. Yep. Green light bulb. So now it looks proper scary. But you know what? I didn't change it back to the original normal one. I just left it there all year. So now it's been turned back on. Whee! 
sometimes um, occasionally I'd flick the wrong switch for the landing and it the front porch light will come on and it will go green and I'll be like oh yeah Halloween <laughs> turn it back off saving you till October the 31st mate October the 31st yeah, we all know what day that is supposed to be leaving Europe it ain't gonna happen is it we're not leaving. I don't think we want to leave. I'll tell you what it's like, actually. It's like, um, it's like when you go to someone's house that you haven't seen for ages. Or, or if somebody comes to your house like a guest and you haven't seen them for ages, right? But you want them to leave after a bit and it, but you don't know how to say it. And then you feel bad that once they're about to leave, you feel bad and you're like, no, stay, stay a bit longer. Why don't you have a cup of tea? Do you want some dinner? We put the dinner on now. Are you sure you really want to go? Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Then. No, no, no. It's all right. And then they stay for another ten minutes, probably another hour. That is Brexit. That's what we like with Europe. We want to leave them, and we don't want to leave them. I ain't got a clue about it, man. All I'm saying is, I don't want to pay no visa to get into any other country outside of Europe. So we should at least have that bit in it. Yeah. Yeah, you can still come in, man. Still come in and spend your pounds. We don't mind. The euro's rubbish anyway, innit? The money. Doesn't even look real. Euro money. Don't even look real. If you ain't got the Queen's head on it, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, that's that then. Um, I forgot what else I wanted to mention. I'm going into a proper rant, man. I'm like, you're supposed to stick to a subject, innit? When you do a podcast. But it's been a few days. I've been slacking. Like, I've been working a lot. I haven't had a chat. I've been gigging as well. Shout out to the gigs I did. So I mashed it. Nah, I did alright. I won't keep saying I smash it. Because unless someone comes up to me and says, Agent, sign you up, mate. Yeah, sound. Now nah, I keep going back and forth. But I wanted to talk a bit more about Halloween. Because it's Halloween now. It should be ghost stories. That's what you guys want to hear, isn't it? Ghost stories. I'll tell you what I've been watching. I don't really watch horror films at all. But started watching this thing called Haunted on Netflix. Have you seen it? Wow. It's a bit like... It's basically... It's kind of like a podcast, man. That's how I see it. It's like a group of people. Friends, family. And there'll be one person or two. And they'll talk about their experience of, um, you know, seeing a ghost. So I watched some of them. Like, There's one or two. It's a bit long. And you like, get to the point. I know you was a soldier. And you went to art war and that. And then he said he saw a demon. That was it. I mean, they could have sh- done that episode in five minutes. They did a whole thing about his dad. And, he, you know, he loves his dad. And his dad was a soldier and, and all that malarkey. And I was like, oh, get to the point. Where's the good bits, man? Where's the good bits? Anyway, yeah, he's seen a demon. And then the demon came back in the night and tried to scare him. And um, he was like, nah, mate, I ain't having none of that. I'm coming back for you. So he went back and um, he tried to, you know, face the demon. Check it out. It's called Haunted. So because it's Halloween, like, I thought I could talk about my experiences. Yes, people, I've had experiences. Um, I'll tell you a quick story because... I. I know my next podcast isn't going to be on the Halloween day. You never know, though. But um, I'll do a quick story then. Back in 2000, I remember this, 2000, the, millenn- the millennium. I can't even say the word. Millennium bug. Remember the millennium bug? So we're all the zeros, right? 
everyone got worried because all the zeros were meant to mess up the computers. So I was doing security then. At Frankly Service Station on the motorway. It's on the M5 in the West Midlands. Just before you hit West Bromwich. I used to work there. There's two sides now to the service station. Obviously, it's a motorway. Highway to the Americans. So, on the north side. Yeah, that's right. North side of Frankly Services. Apparently, it's haunted. So, the story is now. One of the staff told me this. They said, you know, this bit is haunted. This side of the Frankly Service station is haunted. I was like, really? Well... Like how? Why? There's always these strange things going on. Apparently, right, what happened was, the story goes, when they were building Frankly Services, I don't know when they were building it, I should actually find out what year it was built. Let me just pause and I'll come back to you. Right, got the info. So the service station was owned by Motto, the company, right? It's between Junction 3 and 4 for the M5 motorway near Birmingham, as I already said. And it's in nearby the village of Frankly. It was opened in 1966. That's how old it is. Wow, 1966. So the story is, right, when they were building it, apparently there was a guy who came down there and he went there on a bank holiday. So there's no, no workers there. He went there on his own. And he was, he was meant to fix the lift. And from what I've heard is they said that the guy fell down in the lift in the hole. So it must have been like a big four and he basically died there he died the poor bloke did they said he must have died after a day or two because you know no one came and he had a slow painful death so apparently the ghost name's charlie and when i first started working there the staff at frankly services they said there's a ghost here and they told me a few stories one woman said she, when she works in the shop you know like they have a shop in the um, service station so she said one day I was in there and I was packing, like, she's putting chocolates, you know, stuck in this chocolate up or something like that. And she said the next minute I felt a, 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 like a crisp packet fall on me. And then she, she ignored it, you know. She carried on stocking. And then she said another one came and it hit her head. And then she kind of, like, looked back and said, there's no kids about, so what's going on? And then she said she carried on. The next minute loads started targeting her. Like, loads, like, I could have been 15, 20, maybe, I don't know. And then, bang, bang in their head, bang, bang in their head. She went, stop it, Charlie, that's enough. And you know what? It stopped. I know, spooky. So, she told me that story, and then other staff told me, like, because in Frankly Services, they probably changed it now, but I'm talking a long time ago. 19 years ago? Wow. The way it's built, like, where the canteen is... At the back of the canteen, obviously you've got the kitchen, but it's where all the offices are and the staff room and everything. And it's a really long corridor. And the staff always used to say to me, I dare you to walk all the way to the top of the corridor on your own, stop, and then turn around. I said, nah, mate, I ain't doing that. You think I'm mad? Didn't do it. I was tempted, but I didn't do it. The story goes... So one night I was there, I was working, right? I was at, I was at the forecourt petrol station. It was quite funny actually. I saw this rat in it. <laughs> there's a rat and there's loads of rats in service stations. The mass, I mean, Halloween, you want a rat? Go to a service station. They're huge. We don't see them as public. If you go around the back, by the bins, massive. 
anyway, was I was watching this rat, and he had like um, he only had two legs, like the his main legs that you know the back legs. He only had them. The front two, it was like it was like a it was a Tyrannosaurus Rex, like little hands were dangling down. Anyway, he couldn't run on all four. He was bouncing across the forecourt. He looked like a little kangaroo. <laughs> Honestly, it looked like a tiny little kangaroo jumping across the forecourt. That was amazing. Man, I should have done the um, planet thing in it. David Attenborough, that should have been me. Uh, yeah, so I was there watching him with the other staff. And then I got a phone, I got a call on, on, the, on the radio. Security! Security! I thought, oh no, here we go, we got trouble. So I went, I went running down to the canteen. And I said, we've heard a noise, we've heard a noise. We heard cutlery fall at the back. Uh, I went, it's not who I think it is. And they went, I don't know, you need to come with us. So I made sure one of the staff came with me because I am not walking around that kitchen on my own. So we, me and the staff, I can't remember her name, was walking around there. Didn't see anything. There's nothing there. You know, everything looked like where it should have been. Didn't see anything on the floor. I said, all oh, right, it's, I said, it's probably just fell somewhere in one of the cupboards. I don't know. So I carried on. I went, carried on to work. And because you get fed there, you get free food. I know, free food. Felt a bit peckish after a couple of hours. It was quite late in the night. So I went back and the service station was dead. There was no one around. One or two customers, that was it. I went back to the services and uh, I saw the two ladies who reported the noise. I said, so that, they said, what do you want to eat, Bab? I said, I'll tell you what, I'll have... Um, I'll have a lasagna. I'll have some chips with it. So while I was ordering, the, one of the ladies went into the back of the kitchen and while the other one was serving the food. I said, oh, so Charlie hasn't been back, has he? The moment I said Charlie hasn't been back, there was a cup behind the woman. It went flying off the shelf. It went whoosh, and smashed on the floor. And I just froze. I literally froze because I saw it. And the woman in the kitchen come out and she went what's going on what's going on what's what's happened what's happened i said i, I went ah oh, yeah good and I, I saw what you did there you come out and threw the cup on and she said no what are you talking about and you know the woman who was serving me she looked dead in my eye and she went he's standing behind me and i was like what man you should have seen my face do you know what happened then i took my food and like i was in three o'clock by the way yeah, so I took the food and I sat down and I was like, just dazed. I don't, I, I couldn't move. I, I wasn't thinking straight. And like, you know, when you're trying to get realization, what's what's just happened then? What just happened then? And then I, I was like, oh man, I need a knife and fork. So I went up, I got up, I grabbed the knife and fork, I sat back down, and then I started thinking about it again. And then I, I was like, oh no, I need some ketchup. Then I went back up. Oh, this is not even joking. I went back up. I grabbed the ketchup. And I sat back down. And then I went, Oh, I need salt and vinegar as well. So I went back up and grabbed the salt and vinegar for the chips. I couldn't believe it, man. That uh, paranoia, paranormal, what's it called? Paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. I've experienced it. I have experienced it more than once. But this story does not end. This podcast is never going to end. There was another bloke, right, who used to work with me sometimes on shift, and his name is John. So I told John the story, right, and he was working on that side 
that night and I went on the south side. After we finished our shift, we met back up like in the morning. We used to do 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. in the morning. I went back and I seen Day, uh, John. I said, you all right, John? He went, yeah. He went, hey, listen to this, mate. He said, you're never going to believe what happened to me. I said, no, go on. And then he told me what happened. So basically, where the kitchen is, right, where the lift is, there's like, like there's not a lift there anymore. There's, um, a, what do you call it, stairs. Actually, I think there is still a lift. Take that one back. Next to the, the lift, there's a staircase. And when you go down to the bottom of the staircase, it's where the storage comes in to, for the food delivery. So every every time we come onto shift at 7pm, we had to go downstairs, down to the basement, Man, it was scary alone. Not even, not even lying to you. It was dark and everything. And they used to have a shutter there, so we had to pull this shutter down. Basically, just close it because it was always open during the day because deliveries were coming in and out. So in the night, we shut it. John said to me, he said, he said, you know, we got to sh- close the shutters. I went, yeah, yeah. He said, so I went down as normal. He said, I put the shutter down. I was all right. He goes, then I saw um, he saw the broom. So he grabbed the broom and he kind of wedged it you know like straight in the middle where the shutters are and then he said uh, then he said i seen a mop so i thought oh let me get the mop he got the mop and he put it in the opposite way so vertical horizontal put them both in like that he said i turned round and i was as i was walking up the stairs he goes i heard a noise i said i said nah he went yeah i heard a noise he goes he heard like a rattling noise like a you know like that and he he looked and he said the mop in the middle, it lifted up slowly. In front of his eyes, it lifted up and it fell on the floor. And I looked at his face and he said, you know what I did then? He said, I walked up slowly up the stairs. I went, you what? He said, I walked up slowly up the stairs. I said, you what? You didn't run up the stairs or, you know, had an accident. He said, no. I said, you know why? I said, why? He said, I've got this. And he showed me a, a cross of Christ, you know, I got that, I said, fair play to you, man, because if that was me, boy, I'd be out of that place, I would have said, you know what, I'm not working here anymore, so that's the ghost stories, the ghost stories don't end there, though, (laughs) this one, so when me and my missus got together, we were looking for houses on the internet, I live near a cemetery, it's actually the biggest cemetery in the West Midlands, it is massive, it's called Witten Cemetery. Next to Witten Cemetery, there's a road called the Ridgeway. And there's houses on that road. And apparently, from what I've heard, those houses were built on top of a Victorian cemetery. So there used to be a Victorian cemetery there, if you think about this. And opposite that is a set, another cemetery, which is old as well. So anyway, me and my missus looking at this house. And they're all detached houses, so they're all joined. And... Um, I said to my missus, I said, this house looks well dodgy. Like, you know, the front of the picture. Because it had like a massive hedge and it was covering it. I said, that looks dodgy, man. Anyway, we were looking through the pictures. You know, looking at the living room, the kitchen, the lounge. And then we got to the bedroom. And my missus said, there's something in that bedroom. I went, you are? She went, there's something in that bedroom, look. I look, I couldn't see, I couldn't see anything. All I could see was a bed and a window. I went, nah. She went, look properly she was looking the window i don't know how she spotted it you know my missus women are like that though ain't it? they can spot anything anyway she looked look at that look look in the window so i looked in the window and i kind of you could just make out a figure it was a figure of a boy 
And when you, the more you look closely, you can see... Now, it wasn't a reflection, if that's what you're thinking, because you would see them in the photo. You couldn't see this person in the photo. It was like they were looking through the window, and it was a little boy in a Victorian clothes, all grey, whitey colour, and um, he was just staring through the window. Man, I said, that house is haunted! That has been episode 10. <laughs> Ghost stories, man. I got loads. I might just do an extra special one because I got a story about a mate of mine. But um, they're not my own experiences. So I've had those two experiences. Mad, in it? I've lived a mad, mad world. It's been 28 seconds on here. Guys, did you enjoy the podcast? I, I enjoyed it. I, I always enjoy doing my own stuff. Keep listening to the podcast. If you're listening, yeah, thank you. Thank you, I mean it. Because the listeners have gone up and down. I don't know why. Maybe because it's some Buzzsprout. I don't know what Apple's like. Spotify. But keep listening to it man. If you really enjoyed it. Um, Share it. Rate it on Apple. If you can. Give it five stars. Or whatever you think. Whatever star you think it deserves. Um, I'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And donate to the page. Patreon. Listen out for episode 11. It's going to come soon. Take care guys. It's been a... Crazy little thing called Love Dev. Uh-huh.